Thank you so much for tuning in to our church podcast. You can go to atarapentecost.com for questions about services and how to donate. We pray that you are blessed by this message today. God bless. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, there is something special going on right now, right here in our midst. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. David said, One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. 
all the days of my life. Hallelujah. There's nothing better than this. Amen. You can't find this down at the ball field. Hallelujah. You won't find it at the track meet. Amen. It's only here in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. It's like that story. It's like what the Bible records of Balaam when he was on the, amen, on that donkey. And the donkey could see the angel of the Lord before him, but the prophet couldn't see it. Amen. If God could open up our eyes right now and see the heavenly host, amen, that is amongst his people. Hallelujah. There's more for us than there are for them. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm feeling some things in the Lord right now. Praise God. I don't know really what direction to go. Amen. I tell you right now. I don't want to get too far out there on the limb, but you take a look. We got to get moving on this new sanctuary. Yeah, but we're a small people. That's all right. Amen. God likes to confound the wise with the simple. I, I, I would say that this little group, if we put our mind together, we could say, you know what? What's a million dollars to the people of God? Did he just say a million dollars? Yes. That's what I just said. What's a million dollars to the people of God? Is there anything too hard for God? He said, is there anything too hard for me? Amen. I want you to know that God can put, amen, a sanctuary out there. And we don't need to beg uh, Bill Gates or somebody like that. God can bring it right in through his people. I heard the other day that the ladies raised what? Took up a free will offering. $41,000 on a free will offering. We could probably raise a hundred grand right now if I just said, who wants to participate in a hundred grand? We could do it. All we got to do is expand our thinking to God's level. <laughs> That's it. Right? That's all it is. We got to do something. Amen. Because God wants more than what we want. We can't be satisfied with 125. Amen. That's not what God's desire for the Tri-Cities is. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to do something a little different here. You may be seated. And musicians, stay up here. I don't know what's going to happen. <clears throat> I just feel this in the Holy Ghost here. First of all, welcome to all of our guests. Amen. We're so thankful that you are here and so uh, glad to, 
that you are a part of this service. Amen. I'm going to allow any of the sisters, any ladies that went to ladies' retreat, if you would stand up and give us a testimony. Amen. Is there anybody out there? I know there's different times I'd gone to different places, and I think, boy, I'd like to say what, and I could feel it, what you brought back. But I'm going to give you Sister Beth. Go for it.
the speaker got on, we were still able to hear the speaker until we could get back out, but the spirit of God was just awesome. It just, it just flooded you. It just, it was, you need to go. And next year it's in Leavenworth. And we already have our speaker, Sister Ginger Labatt, and I can't remember the other one. Um, and it, I, I've got the dates. I did not bring a save the card, save the date home. Uh, but I do have the information on it. So start planning now. Look for your motels. Leavenworth's hard to get motels for. So look for your motels. Get them booked up now. It is going to be another awesome All right. Amen. Praise God. Great, great testimony. And music team, didn't they do a great job today? Thank you very much. Amen. Now, as uh, Sister Natalie made that, as she was talking about how sometimes the promises don't happen on our time, something hit me. That doesn't give the husbands excuses to say, dear, I'll get on that in, in my time, not your time, right? <laughs> I'm being like the Lord here. <laughs> he doesn't always fulfill uh, your wishes just overnight. So you got to let me uh, think about uh, maybe how you want me to do this or whatever. No, that, that means we can't do that to our wives. <laughs> Oh, for a minute, I thought, oh, I could, I could say that the next time my wife wants me to do something. It doesn't necessarily have to be on your time. <laughs> It'll get done maybe in 10 years, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're a little more long-suffering. The ladies are a little more long-suffering with the Lord than they are with their husbands. <laughs> right? I mean... <laughs> If I tried that with my wife, I don't think it would go over very well if I said, well, I'll, yeah, I'll work on that. And Don't worry, it's going to get done. I don't tell her when it's going to get done. I, don't worry, it'll get done. I don't think that would go over too well. Right. Amen. For a minute, I thought I could try that, but won't work. I'm sure you ladies wouldn't uh, allow that to fly, huh? Probably not. Anyway, praise God. It is so, so good to be here. Amen. Sister Jester, so nice having you with us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, if you have your Bibles, I have a scripture I'd like to read, if you wouldn't mind standing. It's found in Numbers. I believe Brother Cliff has it. I like what was said Wednesday night. When, it, when things go bad, the sound man gets all the blame for it, right? When things go good, the, the pulpit gets all the credit on it. So, amen. No, we got we to gotta be good to our sound. They have a tough time. I remember one preacher, he said, every, every sound man's demon-possessed. <laughs> That was in jest, I think, when he said it. I don't think he actually meant that, but he, uh, he, he said that in loving kindness, I think, with the relationship he had to the sound man that was in there. Amen. Do we have that, Brother Cliff? Can we put it on the screen? Okay, you're getting all the blame. All right, here we go. Amen. All right. 
God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent or have to change his mind, right? And shall he not do it? Ha wait, hath he said, and shall he not do it? Hey, he said it. It's going to get done. It's not like me with the project my wife asked me to do, right? It's going to get done. Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Boy, what a scripture that is. Amen. If you'd allow me here this morning, I'd like to preach for a few minutes on this. Amen. The faithful one. The faithful one. Amen. If you put your Bibles down and help me pray, Heavenly Father, God, we appreciate so very much the, the opportunity to assemble ourselves here freely and peaceably here in America. And I pray, Lord God, that you would always make America a place of freedom and liberty for the church to be at. God, all the way to the day that you take the church home, Lord, that you keep your hand upon our country, Lord Jesus, and upon the church that is here. God, I just ask that you would anoint the congregation. Thank you, Lord God, for giving them ears to hear. Thank you for the anointing you've laid upon the ministry. We give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> you know, family is... It's probably about the most faithfulness you can find. Family is, you find the strongest forms and lines of faithfulness, right? I got a brother. He's a year and a half younger than me. Never been married. I don't think he has any children. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he does, but you never know. And um, I try to be faithful to him, yes. right? He's my brother, my little brother. I try to be faithful to my children, to my family. I try to be faithful. Sometimes it's hard, but we're faithful to family members. I sat with a lady the other day. almost 100 years old. And she told me that four of her kids didn't call her on Mother's Day to say Happy Mother's Day. And I watched how hard that was on her and what that must be like uh, for a mom to have to... Uh, to go through. And you would think that a son or a daughter would be faithful, but families can get complex issues, things said, and even to the point where it drives children to, to not want to say something to a mom. On Mother's Day. 
I know that. I've been there myself. I've had to deal with that with my, with, in, in my own life. Right? And so, <clears throat> we are not faithful people. <laughs> I know that the Bible says that uh, we are, <clears throat> that Abraham is the father of the faithful. But really, there is only one that is faithful, and that is the Lord. I told Brother Grant I was going to do something today, last Wednesday. I totally forgot about it. I totally forgot about it. God doesn't forget about things, <laughs> right? He doesn't forget. It wasn't I, that I purposely, intentionally just got busy, forgot all about it. And so this is how it is. Aren't you thankful that the Lord is not like you and I? Amen. <laughs> He's not a man that he should lie. He doesn't have to cover his tracks. He doesn't have to say, well, hold on a second. That's not quite what I said. He doesn't have to do any of these things. Amen. He never has to go back and say, well, well let's replay the tape. It doesn't happen like that. Amen. You know, we can find this all the way through the Word of God. And I'd like to start with the story of Noah. We know the story how the whole, the Bible says that all flesh was corrupt and that God looked at the earth and he said, you know what, I'm just going to start over. And the Bible says that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. And he tells them, build an ark. Gonna, judgment is going to come. And listen to this in Genesis 7 and 4. So God, Noah builds the ark, him and his three sons. And the Lord says, for yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth. Forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. Whew, pretty rough stuff. He says, okay, Noah, you're going to have to get ready because in seven days it's going to rain and it's going to rain for 40 days and 40 nights. <clears throat> so what does Noah do? Noah calls, he says, "Hun, get the kids here. We're all getting in the we're all going to get in this boat because God just told me that in 7 days it's going to rain." And you know what happened? They got in the boat. And in 7 days it started to rain. And the rain came, and the rain came for 40 days and 40 nights. Could you imagine that? 40 days and 40 nights? You know, you go through a big thunderstorm out here, and it rains for an hour or two, and you think, is this going to last forever? 40 days and 40 nights. 
I, I, that would just drive me crazy. Sometimes my wife likes to play uh, rain uh, on her phone at night when I'm trying to go to sleep. And I'm like, turn that thing off. I keep thinking, is the house le wa leaking water anywhere? It puts her to sleep, you know, the raindrops. Me, I think, okay, did I leave anything open? Is there a door? Man, that's the difference, I think, between men and women. I don't know. But for me, it's like, okay, do I got do any windows open? Is anything getting rained on? Did I leave anything outside? It's like, it's not even rain. It's from a phone. Okay. But 40 days and 40 nights. Now watch this. Here they are. They've been in this thing. Now it's rained 40 days and 40 nights. Guess what? It stops raining. I don't hear nothing. It's not raining anymore. If it was me, if I was Noah, Sister Woods would have said, okay, what did God tell you next? And I'd been like, uh, he didn't say. He just said, get in the boat, and it was going to rain 40 days and 40 nights. What do you mean? Did you ask him what to do after that? Uh, no, I forgot. What do you mean you forgot? <laughs> I could just see all my kids, Gigi, right now. She'd be like, you didn't even ask him, Dad? <laughs> I thought you talked with God. Look, all I did was just obey the word of God. I got in the boat. It rained just like it. And sometimes that's how we are. Amen. We get a partial word from the Lord. He tells us, gives us a command, and we do it. We don't know exactly how it's going to end, but in faith... I'm getting into this thing. By faith, uh, I'm giving my life over to the Lord. I don't know what that's going to look like when it's all said and done. But by faith, I'm getting into the ship. By faith, I'm going to obey the word of God. Amen. I don't know what's going to happen after the 40 days of rain is over. But I'm just going to do what God has commanded me to do. I want you to know if you just obey what God gives you. Amen. You don't have to know the big picture and what's going to happen next year or the year after. But if you just get in the ship and give your life to God, amen, He will keep you. I can just imagine uh, Noah, he probably got away. Uh, he had to maybe go down in the third tier where nobody wanted to go down below. Uh, maybe they were keeping the elephants and camels. I'm not sure down there. And he would pray and he would say, oh God, can you please tell me what's next uh, so I can tell my wife and kids? <laughs> he probably didn't do that. But that's what I would have done. <laughs> So here it is. And the waters prevailed 150 days. It rained 40 days. And now 150 days, the water prevailed over all the earth. Five months. And he had nothing from the Lord to tell his family. 
But look at this next verse. And God remembered Noah. Amen. I'm here to tell somebody right now, God hasn't forgotten about you. He knows exactly where you are. He knows what you're going through in life. Amen. Uh, he hasn't forgotten. He hasn't checked out. Uh, he's not too busy. Amen. He's not taking a nap. Uh, his eyes are upon you. Uh, he knows your daily struggles. Uh, he knows what's going on in your life. Uh, amen. Uh, and he's right there. He's got it all worked out. Uh, you just got to walk by faith uh, and trust him. Uh, amen. Uh, you may not see all the answers uh, and how things are going to play out, but you just got to trust God and know I'm in his ship, I'm in his boat, I'm in the house, amen, today, hallelujah, God has not forgotten you, amen, hallelujah, I appreciate that message last week on Abraham and Sarah, was that a phenomenal message? Amen, that was a great, great message. This thing feels like I'm wearing a big dangly earring. <laughs> but I've been, I'm following instructions from the sound man. He tells me I have to wear it. Amen. <laughs> I want my children to obey, so I obey the sound man. <laughs> Amen. Genesis 17, 16 through 18. It's been 25 years since God spoke to Abram, Abraham. He said, hey, I don't have an heir. He says, don't worry, I'm going to give you a son. 25 years. He's now 100 years old. And here's what the Lord says. Now, we already know what has happened. He's got Ishmael. And Ishmael, oh man, he's, he's like that athletic son, right? He's a great football player. He's not, he's, he's not even an athlete. He likes to hunt. Ooh, he can get out there with a knife track down a wild animal he's a he's a real man's man but look what God said he's talking about Sarah the verse before this I'm going to change her name and we found out last week why and what for and he says I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. God says, Abraham, I'm going to bless Sarah, and she will be a mother of nations. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah that is 90 years old bear? Look at the next verse here. And Abraham said unto God, 
Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. Abraham, you got it all wrong. This thing is greater than even what you know about. This is just a picture of the miraculous that God told Adam and Eve in the garden. Amen. You see, this is a foreshadow of the miraculous conception that would come. Amen. When the Holy Spirit would overshadow a young maiden later on and bring forth the Messiah, the Lord Jesus. He says, Abraham, you don't quite get it. Amen. Salvation will not be by the hand of man, but it will only be by God in the strength and the miraculous that only God can do. Amen. Abraham completely missed this thing. He completely missed it. He said, oh, that Ishmael might be the one. Oh, Abraham, this thing is so much bigger. Don't you see that God is trying to show the world that out of a dead womb, he could bring forth life, a promise of a child who would bring forth the Messiah. Amen. Out of the death of sin, God would bring forth the Savior. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. It's so much bigger than what you're thinking, Abraham. Somewhere down the line, somebody's going to give a promise to, to a lady, to a father that's got a child that's lost, a husband that's lost, and they're going to think, how can my son, my daughter ever be saved? And it's going to be because out of death, God can bring forth life. Amen. Abraham, this thing is so much bigger than what you're thinking about. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. Some of you have promises that God has given you and it hasn't come into, it hasn't fulfilled. I want you to know that God is not a man that he should lie. You got to hold on to that promise. It may not be on my time and your time, but it will be fulfilled in God's time, amen. You just got to hold on to the promise, amen. Hallelujah. This thing was so much bigger. 25 years. How about the young dreamer? Amen. Joseph. God gives him two dreams. His brothers, they become jealous. Why? Well, he was sharing the dream and wearing the favor of his father. Sometimes the world can get like that. Amen. Wearing the favor of your father and sharing the dream. But anyway, we know the story. How they sold him. And how he went to Potiphar's house. And how he was accused of something that he didn't do. And two years in prison. And I can't find that God gave him another dream. You wonder if Joseph, during this 13 years of his life, that he's been put out of his house and he's now a servant in Egypt and then in prison. If it was me, I would have said, God, 
Give me a dream. Speak to me again. You can't find that in there. But we do find this. Can you give me Genesis 29? That's not it. I'll tell you what it says. <laughs> Sorry, Brother Cliff, I must have gave you the wrong scripture. And it says this. And the Lord was with Joseph when he was in the prison and gave him favor. Some of you have had dreams from God. That's all he had was the strength of a dream. We can't find where God spoke to him and said this, not like Abraham or Isaac or Jacob, but the strength of a dream. And we can't find that he had another dream of confirmation that God was still with him. Amen. But we do find this, that in the midst of the, the, the greatest despair of his life while he's in prison, God gives him favor. I want you to know that if you're holding on to a dream and it seems like that you're being challenged on every side, amen, if you really look deep, you'll find that God is still blessing you. He's still giving you favor. He's still putting you in the place where you need to be. Amen. I know that's a hard message to think that God could give you favor while you're in prison. That's a hard, that's a hard, that's a hard one to accept. My wife, she was telling me here recently of this debacle that they had up in Wenatchee in the early 90s of a rogue, bad cop that put 30, 40, 50 people in jail over things, horrific things that he alleged, and none of it was true. And people lost their children for years. These were not even Holy Ghost-filled people some of them that lost their children. And she said the testimony that one couple had, they said the only thing we could think of was that God wanted us to be ministers in prison. Wow. My wife was like, I don't know how those people kept that attitude like that. Hey, you got a promise from God. You hold on to it. 
Amen. You have a dream from God, and it maybe it's been years, and God hasn't given you the fulfillment of how it's going to happen, but you hold on to that dream. Amen. And you know God is with you because he's blessing you in small things. Amen. It might seem like that your world isn't getting any better because you're in prison, but if you really take a look, God is blessing you and giving you favor and areas, and he's getting ready to put you into a place that you can't even comprehend. He's going to give you that promotion, that title. He's going to give you that relationship. He's going to give you those things, amen, that he's promised. Hallelujah. Amen. How about David? 1 Samuel 16 and 1. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Now that is a scary thought. I heard a message one time. The scariest verse in the Bible, when God rebukes the prayer warrior in your life. Oh, that's a scary thought, <laughs> but I'm not preaching that. Amen. Fill thy horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. We know the story. David is anointed king. You know how long it is before he actually takes the throne? of Israel 15 years he's got to deal with unbelieving brothers and fight a giant in front of everybody he's got to deal with the present king trying to kill him throwing spears at him he's been outcast the armies of God are hunting for him to kill him. He's got to hide out with the enemies of God and present himself as a madman foaming at the mouth. He's got to hide in caves. Did he say, oh God? Fifteen years. He had to deal with his wife and children taken and his little group of men that he had with him. They decided, you know what? I've had enough of this. We're, it's time to stone this guy. Oh, man. 15 years. Amen. After he was anointed... Listen, you received the, the anointing of God, the Holy Ghost on your life. 
I hate to tell you this, it doesn't mean that just the very next day everything is just going to be perfect and everything is going to go your way. And when you step in out in that Jordan, the river's just going to part. Amen. It doesn't happen like that. But you got to know that when he was anointed to be king, that anointing was going to be upon him for all the days of his life and that God would fulfill, amen, the anointing that he put in his life and what you have to realize is that when you start in this walk of God when he pours his holy anointing oil upon you that it is coming to pass amen and you will have issues and challenges in this life but the anointing is there forever for all of your life amen Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. I want you to know that, that that anointing, that calling that God has put on your life, it's from now, amen, until the grave, or now, until the rapture, whatever comes first, amen. But there is a holy anointing that God himself has put upon you, amen. If you have received the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. There's going to be challenges in your life. Amen. And those challenges, it's going to make you strong. It's going to turn you into a soul winner. People will see how you responded. After David killed the giant, look at how many stories you find of men then killing giants after that. When they see you standing for God in the classroom, amen, when your teammates see the life that you live, how you know you're not drinking and you're not smoking, amen, and you're not listening to the dirty jokes and you're not sharing dirty things on your phone, amen, and you don't spend your time doing those things you shouldn't do. I want you to know that the world is watching and you're going to win them over to the Lord, amen, just like like David did. Hallelujah. How about Peter? We know the story of Peter in Matthew chapter 16 where he receives the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus tells him, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. I'm giving you the authority, Peter. I'm giving you the keys. That's a lot of responsibility. That's quite a calling. That's quite a commission. We know what happens with Peter. He says, Lord... They might deny you, but I never will. Famous last words. The Lord says, Peter, before the rooster crows, you shall deny me three times tonight. And this may be one of the saddest scriptures in the Bible. It's found in Luke 22, 60 through 62. He's denied him twice already. The third time, 
Luke records it this way. Somebody says, I know you're one of his. And Peter said, man, I know not what thou sayest. I'm not one of his disciples. I don't know who this Jesus is. This is the man that has the authority. He has the revelation of God in Christ. I know what thou sayest. And immediately, while he yet spake, the cock crew. Next verse, please. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. You know, I remember reading this for the first time years ago, and I always thought Peter was somewhere else. He denied the Lord in the presence of the Lord after when he needed him the most. And he looked upon Peter. They stared at one another after he denied him the third time. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he said unto him before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. Could you imagine what that must have felt like? You know what it's like, amen, at an altar. And you're saying, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I said. I'm sorry for what I've done. God, I don't want to be like that. God, I give it all over to you. Amen. Do you know what it's like when you weep bitterly before God in a spirit of repentance? Amen. Amen. This is the part I like. It wasn't 13 years. 25 years, 15 years. Some 53 days later, we find Peter full of the power and the fire of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Woo, praise God. Hallelujah. I had a guy tell me here about six months ago that it takes about two years to become a member of his church. Amen. I'm so thankful that God is able to deal with you and I just like that. If I come before him and say, oh God, I have sinned. Amen. And I plead the blood upon my life. I want you to know that God in a moment is able to wipe away and make things right as Peter wept before God. Amen. God in a few days was going to fill him with the Holy Ghost and he God is faithful, amen, to keep him at his calling. Some of you have callings on your life and you think, oh, I can never fulfill it. I've done too many things that I shouldn't have done. I want you to know that God is the faithful one. And if he's put that ministry in your heart, if he's put that calling upon your life, if as long as you stay humble to him, as long as you stay repented, God is able, amen, to work that ministry through you. Praise God. 
Oh, he is so faithful. God is the faithful one. Amen. Praise God. And I want you to know as the musicians come here today that the church, we have a date with destiny that God has not forgotten about the church or the promise that he's made that one day that the trumpet would sound and that the dead in Christ shall be raised and then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet him in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord amen, amen. hallelujah you might have a partial word of God like Noah you may have an old promise like Abraham you might be holding on to an old dream that God gave you like Joseph, you might have that anointing that God filled you like David. And you might have the calling on your life, a commission. Amen. Wherever you are, I want you to know God is faithful to see you through to the end. Amen. It's his desire for you to be ready to go when he steps out of glory and calls his church home. Amen. God's desire for me is not to be at some great level in this world of success. Amen. His desire for me is to be serving him on the day that he calls his church home. And that has got to be the mindset of each and every one of us. What shall a man give for exchange of his soul? Amen. Hallelujah. There is no price that we can put on it. We've got to be ready for the coming of the Lord and believe in the promise that God is able to keep us amen from all the wickedness that the Lord that the world has put around us I know it can seem kind of scary I have people talk to me and what do we do what do we do my kids are having to deal with things that Never have had to deal with. We just got to hold on to the promise. We got to hold on to the dream. <laughs> Hallelujah. We've got to encourage ourselves in the Lord and to know that God has anointed the church. Amen. He has blessed us. He has a date of destiny. And as long as I continue to believe, I know it's going to happen. I know that God is going to step out and he is going to call the church home. Amen. We just got to believe it with all of our heart. If you believe that, would you say amen? Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. As they begin to as they begin to play, praise God. If we would make our way down here to the front and say, oh God, amen, you gave me a dream years ago and I believe it, oh Lord God. God, you've spoken to me, but I don't quite fully understand everything, how you're going to work it out. Amen. I'm going to have the spirit of Noah. I'll have the spirit of Abraham. 
amen, the spirit of David and believe, amen, that you've called me for a certain purpose, O oh Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. As they begin to play, hallelujah. Let's come on down here this morning. Make that declaration to God. Oh, God, that's it. Amen. I'm going to hold on to that promise. I'm going to hold on to that word. I'm going to hold on to that dream. That's it. Amen. Oh, that's it. God hasn't forgotten about you. Amen. I know it seems like you're in a spot in your life and you're wondering, is God still with me? Can this really be the hand of God upon my life? I want you to know it is. Amen. He's faithful to see you to the end. He is the faithful one. If he said it, it's going to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, thank you for being so faithful, oh, Lord God. Your word always comes true, oh, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, oh, Lord God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Your lost loved ones are not too far away. God can still reach them. He can still save them. Amen. Hallelujah. Your husband, your spouse, whoever it might be. Amen. God can save that in that situation, oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, that's it. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. That's it. Just speak out to God right now. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of the Lord. You got to hear yourself say it. Oh, God, as David encouraged himself in the Lord, I can imagine he said, Oh, Lord, I know, God, your anointing is upon me. I know the calling is sure. Amen. I know your hand is on me, oh, Lord God. You got to hear yourself say it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> 